morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. I'm Dr. Eisenberg. He totally is. What's up, Johnny? What's up, Beak Mix? Good morning and stuff. As good a morning as it can be living as we do in a post-Oogie Loves world. Welcome to Season 3, in which we will take the entire year to recover. We will talk about... what? Fuck recovery. No. i got to talk this one out. Escalate. This show is about the Oogie Loves from now on, okay? Seriously, all you people out there who are maybe listening to this, haven't listened to last week, haven't listened to episode 104... Do that. Yeah, actually, I'm not... I know I'm not supposed to short sell the, the product here. Right. Turn this podcast off. Go listen to our previous episode. There's going to be continuity issues if you don't, because Johnny's going to keep going on about this. It's going to be the only thing I can talk about for the rest of my life, so... I mean, until we get some satisfaction and a sequel. Yeah, a sequel is imperative. Yeah. Yes. Uh, You know, okay. uh, Six seasons and a movie. (laughs) There's already a movie. Six seasons and like ten more movies. I got a pitch for the name of the sequel to the Oogie Loves, okay? Okay. Ready for this? It's going to blow your goddamn nuts. I know what it's going to be, but say it. Toogie Loves. That's actually worse than what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. I thought it was going to be uh, Oogie Loves 2 Electric Boogie Oogaloo. Electric Boogie Loves. Or Electric Boogie Loves, yeah. That's funny. Electric Oogaloo is also bad. Yeah. (laughs) I think think just Toogie Loves. Or or maybe both. Toogie Loves Electric (laughs) Toogaloo. Just really, you know, and the... the No, no, Electric Oogaloo. Or electric, Electric Boogie Loves. The quest for Bobby Wobbly's gold. God damn it. <laughs> the Legend of Wobbly's Gold. Yeah, 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 it works. I would watch that. I I would make everyone else watch it forever, all the time. Yeah. You turn on TV, that's the only thing on, on every channel, on a loop, forever. It's really a good thing you're not a father. Yeah. Be, no, I wouldn't show this to kids. <laughs> no, this isn't for children. Okay, it's a good thing you are not the director of a group home for recovered drug addicts. I don't think I could do this to them either. It needs to be oh, more right. impersonal than that. Oh, okay. Like, if I was the president, oh. instead of doing the State of the Union... <laughs> what if you were the guy who ran that big TV over Times Square? Oh, nothing but Oogie Loves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Non-fucking-stop. Like, like, it right now, it just runs, like, you know, ads for, like, Virgin Airline and movies and stuff. Yeah. No, fuck you, Richard Branson. We've got something better. <laughs> We've got a new maverick in town, and his name is Ken Visselman. <laughs> what, if, what if you could program... The in-flight movies for play for like airlines, and you just took every movie but that off the menu. I so. would just turn it on by itself. I wouldn't even <laughs> let it be an option. It would turn every screen, every every surface on that plane would start playing the Yugi Loves. And so I, I want every air traveler in the country to be intimately acquainted with this movie. <laughs> I want them to get off the plane talking about it. I want them to bond over it, okay? When people are fucking in the bathroom on those planes, it's like, oh, thank God, we found something to distract us from Bobbly Wobbly. I think this plan alone could save Amtrak. I would love that movie to be on Amtrak all the time. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. No, no, then you'll kill Amtrak. No, no, I want Joe Biden to watch this movie every day. <laughs> it doesn't do that anymore. Well, I don't you care. have to do it in the past. Well, then I want it to play at the White House or something, because I want Joe Biden to watch this movie. <laughs> I, I want to know what he thinks about it. I want to watch this movie with Joe Biden. Actually, yes. Yeah, that sounds fun. That actually sounds awesome. I actually want to just do all kinds of stuff with Joe Biden, like yeah. play Frisbee and, you know, 
know. There's a lot of movies I would like to watch with Joe Biden, actually. That'd be a, that's a better idea for a podcast than this show, is movie time with Joe Biden. If I was Joe Biden or had access to Joe Biden or yeah. something, that would be my podcast. I'd be like, you know, good morning, I'm Barack Obama, and welcome to another episode of Movies with Biden, is what I would say. Yeah. That's who I would have to be to get this podcast made. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I yeah. would actually love that if that was Obama's podcast. <laughs> Watching movies with Biden and just like prompting him and letting him react. That's a great idea. I hope that's what he does. You know how now that, that George W. Bush is retired, he just he just paints watercolors. He of makes like, these like tragic depression paintings. Yeah, he paints his dogs and he paints himself in the bathtub and stuff. Yeah. I hope when like Biden retires he goes into movie podcasting. I would love that. Wouldn't that be great? I want to know. I, I've, I've on the record as saying this in the past. Uh huh. I want to know Joe Biden's thoughts on Crank Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Biden. Maybe Biden could join like the cast of Rift Tracks, just like Mike and the bots and Joe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, Joe Biden. Get back at us. We yeah. have some uh, things that we would like you to do. Yeah, we got we got some choice suggestions for you future. We can offer no compensation, and there's really no reason you should listen to us except to be a great guy. It might be fun. Which we know you are, we've heard. We don't have to butter him up. It might be fun. Don't you want to do things that might be fun? Yeah, I mean, you were super nice to Leslie Nope. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we're not as cute as her, but, you know, we're spunky. Or something. Yeah, we, we got moxie. We're funky. I wouldn't say that. Johnny... You are not funky enough to be a globetrotter. That is correct. Yeah. So, Johnny, this is this is the beginning of season three, and uh, just in case uh, no one was keeping track, which why would they? Seasons one and two combined mm-hmm. uh, come to a total listening time of 61 hours, 16 minutes, and 9 seconds. So if you ever want to, you know... Really think about your mortality. That's just over two and a half days of consecutive listening to us. Well, so that's a thing you guys can do. Yeah, have fun with that, America. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Oogie loves or no, uh-huh. we have to keep up appearances. <laughs> right. We probably should roll a topic. Uh, that's a good idea. Okay. Okay. So let's... Um, let's, let's roll a topic. All right. All right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Roar. Okay, that is an 18. What is topic number 18? It is. Okay. Methods of tapping ketchup bottles. Okay. Submitted by Kalen in Sultan, Washington. Thank you, Kalen! Okay, we have now got that entire town. First time in Sultan, Washington. The, uh, I think, are they winning? Or is, is... It's it right now. It's between Sultan, Washington, Brooklyn, New York, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and and uh, Philadelphia as and, well. And Philly, I think I think we've only got two two people in Philly. Brady. Oh, you're right. We've got yeah. houseboats. Houseboats. <laughs> you're right. All right. The sea. It's like a four way tie between yeah. like master topic suggesting cities. Yeah. So pull your city ahead, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cities out there. Yeah, there are actually a lot. So, you know, if you're from a city we didn't even mention. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you to first time uh, topic submitter Kaylin. Yeah. And you know how Kaylin sent in a topic? She sent me a tweet. It's that easy. It is. You can do this, America. Yeah. Really. 
We're not everyone. Kidding. You know, it's Canada, Canada, Mexico, England, Switzerland. Everyone gets Twitter as long as it's in a language we can kind of recognize. Yeah, we're ready. I mean, I can I can put a you know I can go into like the Babelfish translator. Yeah, you can send me a topic in German yeah. as long as I can copy paste. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we might have some funny ideas about what it actually means, <laughs> but you know, whatever. I I don't see how that's a problem. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. So and if you're not following us on Twitter, why not? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's fun. You can get at us on Twitter at, at The Beak and at Doc Heisenberg. Absolutely. Doc and Heisenberg. a bunch of other places that we'll get to later in the show because right now we have a topic about ketchup bottles or something. Okay, yeah, read that to me again, please. Yeah, I'm actually going to need to double check that. I've already forgotten. Okay. Methods of tapping ketchup bottles. Methods of tapping ketchup bottles. Well, uh, you, you tap it. I mean... That's the one method. Okay, so... Now, clearly this is... Let's really get basic on this one, because <laughs> otherwise the show is over. The funny thing is, I feel like this is almost anachronistic for a topic, except there are restaurants... Where they have the glass bottles. Yeah, they intentionally keep the glass bottles, even though they're less convenient, because yeah. it's a stylistic thing. Yeah, they rinse them, they refill them. But ultimately, when you buy ketchup at the store, yeah. you're buying the squirt. It's in a plastic squeeze bottle. It's yeah. the easiest thing in the world. That's why everything comes in squeeze bottles you, now. You point, you click. You yeah. Know? I mean, mayonnaise, which never came in a difficult-to-use bottle, right. came in a jar with a big, wide mouth that you could just cram your whole hand into, okay? Even mayonnaise comes in a squeeze bottle now. It's actually harder to get the last bit of mayonnaise out of the bottle now. That's true. Although, you know what's weird? They experimented with the squeeze bottles with jelly, and it didn't catch on. Like, it's the most jelly and jams and preserves are are in glass jars. Well, but there was a squeezy bottle grape jelly in the, like, the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the glass jar for my jelly, you know, because I don't like to use a, a, a knife. I like to scoop the jelly out with a spoon, slap it down on the bread, and then spread it with the back of the spoon. <laughs> I think, I think for preserves, for spreadable fruit, it has a certain je ne sais quoi that, uh, uh, uh really surpasses the ketchup. So to speak. Yeah, no. If you've got whole chunks of fruit in your jam or your preserves, sure. No, that's not coming out of the squeeze bottle. Yeah, no. no that's, I mean, there's a problem. Your grape jelly, which what is it? It's a mystery. I guess there's some grape in there. Yeah, you can squeeze that shit, but whatever. The grape jelly is really just kind of the the lamest of the jelly it, jam preserve families. It's basically fruit ketchup. It is. Yeah. Grape jelly is a lot like ketchup. Yeah, except grape. Yeah, there should be a spreadable fruit of. Well, I, tomato? Don't, I don't know if there should be a spreadable fruit of tomato. Probably not. I mean, if you buy... As you, there's a, a, a... The Uno Pizzeria is a chain. Yes. And their tomato sauce has big chunks of tomato in it. And I mean, which is, is not bad if you're into that. Yeah. Although, I, it gives me heartburn. Yeah, no, I mean, you can make a pizza with... Instead of using the proper sauce, you slice up a tomato, you just put the slices right on there. You, you know? could. Yeah. You go to Italy, that's what they're doing. That's so. true. Well, there's a big difference between American pizza and Italian pizza. Oh, there is ever, yes. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't about jelly. This isn't about tomato jelly. This isn't about chunky sauce. This is about ketchup. Right. And it's bottles. It's glass bottles that you gotta you got to shake the ketchup out of. And it kind of glorps out very slowly, like a big fat red tongue, and it's like, and it hits your bread or your bun or whatever, and smears out. Right, because once upon a time, all ketchup came in glass bottles. Yeah. So this was a sips. This wasn't something you had to deal with 
on rare occasions when you could actually go out to a restaurant. Yeah, these were stylish bottles, too. I mean, you've seen them. Yeah, they're nice. Heinz 57. Yeah, man. It's a classic bottle design. It is a classic bottle. I mean, it's not like Coca-Cola grade classic bottle design, Mm -hmm. but it's more classic than, you know... Just some fucking jar. It's a. It's a. It's got a distinctive shape. It's the closest you can get to holding hands with Teresa Heinz Carey. Oh, yeah. It's all hard and cold. <laughs> I don't even know if that was supposed to be the joke, but you're a dick. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know if you'd call me. Honestly. See, my my interpretation has made you the asshole here. So, <laughs> That's law of the internet. I can live with that. All right. Well then. <laughs> Well, the point is, you go out to a restaurant and you'd say, Oh man, my burger is dry. I better shake hands with Teresa. And you'd grab the bottle. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it now. Yeah, shaking hands with Teresa. It's like that, that Primus song. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Look, you grab the ketchup. We're not even engaging here, okay? We're not even going to follow this line of thinking down. Whatever rabbit hole you're waiting at the bottom of, with I, I assume I get down there and you just squirt me with a squirt gun or something, okay? And I am not wandering into your trap. That's, that's what I'm doing in season three. I'm just setting inexplicable... Like surreal traps. Well, I'm not going to engage. That's what I'm doing in season three. I'm shooting you down, okay? So you go to the restaurant, you would grab the ketchup, not using any euphemism for it. That's what you get, okay? okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm no longer engaging. You okay. you, 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 you grab the ketchup, you mm. shake it on your burger, and it slowly glorps out. Yeah. But every so often, when the level of ketchup in the bottle gets pretty low... Right. You gotta wait for it to glorp all the way from the bottom of the bottle, all the way up to the top of the bottle, which inverted is now the bottom because fucking gravity. And, uh. Well, it's a little more complicated than that. Okay, go on. The thing is, there's a, a, a an air pressure, because this can happen sometimes when the ketchup is completely full. Mm. There's an air pressure thing. It's similar, there's an easy experiment you can do at home. You get a drinking straw, you put in any liquid. And you put it in and you put your thumb over the top hole. Yeah. And you pick it up out and the water or the soda or whatever will yeah. stay in the straw until you release your hand. Use it, a use a brightly colored liquid. You can see it through the straw. Use like orange juice or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. It is actually. But because, you know, ketchup as a glass bottle is... Because is, like the, the thing about plastic is when you switch it in and out, it alters the air pressure and, like, kind of the messes around with the um, cohesion of yes. the product. So it can it move it around. That's how it squirts out. Yes. You know, but with a, a, a stable glass bottle... Which is unsqueezable. You can create that same effect, except you can't undo it because it's glass. Well, okay, yeah, you can smash it, but... Yeah. But, yeah, by and large, if you have a glass bottle, you can't squeeze it. So it's possible that with no airflow, the mm-hmm. ketchup will just remain suspended there. Oh no! What about my french fries? They're going to be dry and shitty. I need some strategies for ketchup bottles, Johnny. Well, fortunately... The There's topic... got to be a better way. There is! Oh, tell! Uh, well, the only solution anyone ever came up with <laughs> is to uh, gently spank the bottom of the bottle. Yeah. Not like a naughty child. No. More like light, light BDSM play. Not even. No, you, you, you just sort of <laughs> gently thwack it with the heel of your hand, which is a move you can't really use on a human because there's just, there's, 
you don't get a good sound with that's, it, you know? I mean, <laughs> this is way more vanilla than Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I know. Which is more vanilla than real BDSM to begin with. Well, yeah, but it's also way grosser and weirder and prisonery. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah, it's way more kidnappy. <laughs> yeah! It's, yeah. It's creepy. And Christian Grey's sweaters are way chunkier. Okay. I, I, I don't know the details like I, that. I just, I've heard some people on the internet making fun of his crappy sweaters. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> All right. So, well, that's, okay. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> that's what I know about this book. The, the, the sexy man wears crappy sweaters. Oh. So. You know who is a sexy man who wears awesome sweaters is Bill Cosby. <laughs> Why, this is another topic that I am not going to engage with. <laughs> This is the new dynamic. I'm the dominant one, and you're Millhouse. Okay? Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, uh, well, it better fucking last for at least until you forget whatever you were about to say. About Bill Cosby. Don't even. Don't even. No, okay? I don't want to know what animals Bill Cosby is making up and how funny it is. I don't care. <laughs> you sprang the ketchup! <laughs> I can't get it out. Yeah, nor, nor should you. Nor it's should you. too good. Oh, see, it's too brilliant to be told, America. There's no version of Jello ketchup. Jello pudding ketchup. This is a fucking disaster. This whole episode is a fucking disaster. Anyway, you spank the bottle. Another, uh, 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 what I would call a rookie mistake. Okay, is some people will just straight in go with the table knife. Like they'll get, they will pick up a knife and they will cram it up the bottle hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is inelegant. It is, and you get zero cool points doing that. And uh, the ketchup comes out, but what you get is. A perfect little cylinder of ketchup as long as however much of the knife you stuck in there. Yeah. So you might get way the hell too much, all concentrated <laughs> in a very small area. Yeah. It That's not so good. All over the place. Yeah, it's a fucking mess. It like can. this show. Yeah. And, uh. Well, I mean, some people like tap the side in different ways and like they, you get people who yeah. think that like they can find the perfect like yeah. part to tap. Or like, you know, they, they gently masturbate the bottle like oh, it's yeah, a shake weight. Yeah, yeah, they'll check yeah. it a bit. Yeah. Or hell, I mean, going off of the knife thing, you get the people who stick their damn finger up inside it. And the thing is, the top of the ketchup bottle, part of the reason that this air pressure issue exists at all, Mm -hmm. is because it's a very narrow opening. It's It's like, you know, about as big as the top of a Coke bottle. Sure. That's a place where fingers can get stuck. Now that's funny. Well, yeah, it's funny for the person who doesn't want ketchup, because I, I don't like ketchup. That's true. But, uh, the problem with this, this at restaurants is you know someone else has to use the ketchup bottle after you leave. Yeah, your nasty finger ketchup. Yeah, they don't sterilize it between uses. Yeah, no. So, hey, yeah, cram your fingers up in the... When you eat at a restaurant... You know, when you see that ketchup bottle? Yeah. Someone else's nasty butt fingers have been all up in that bottle, okay? <laughs> that finger went from ass to ketchup, okay? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to scratch my inflamed ass rash, uh-huh. and then I'm going to stick my finger right in this bottle, okay? And then I'm going to pull it out, lick the ketchup off, go back for a second pass. Enjoy your french fries, asshole. Yeah. Enjoy your actually asshole-flavored french fries, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, ketchup in restaurants is great if if you like somebody else's inflamed buttocks all over your food. You know, it, it's it's like having whoever was there. It's like everyone who's ever been in that restaurant before you just sat on your food before it came out. I think the real strategy here is to use those sterile sealed packets. Yeah, use the packets. Yeah, you yeah. know no one got into that. 
you know how you get a ketchup out of the bottle is you say, fuck you, bottle, I'm going to use the packet. Yeah. You know, because if that packet has been opened, you can fucking tell. Yeah, you just get another one. Because it's leaking ketchup all the fuck over the place. Johnny, where do you stand on the pump ketchup? Like, pump ketchup? Yeah, like you go to, like, Captain D's or somewhere. Or you go to, like, any school cafeteria in the world. Yeah, and they got the, the big, you, like, you get the little cardboard circle. Yeah. Or, and you, you, it's like paper, and you pump, just take some pumps and you, like, fill your own little reservoir. Well, here's the issue with pump ketchup. Okay. A, the texture. For whatever reason, pump ketchup is a little chunkier than bottle ketchup. I... Yeah, I assume it's just whatever manufacturer makes the refills of those things. Yeah, uh, yeah, presumably. Right. Second of all, pump ketchup comes in these big, wide, like, jugs. Yeah. Like, comes in, like, ketchup growlers. Sure. And, uh... <laughs> The thing is, the pump is hooked up to a very thin tube going right down into the center. Yes. So what you end up with is an empty column and then, like, a two-inch thick wall of ketchup around the inside. Yeah. And you can give it a little shake, but is that going to work? Who knows? It's, it's, it's fucking anarchy. It is. Pump ketchup is crap. <laughs> pump mustard, too. Because it's never the good mustard. It's always the yellow shit. It's never the brown mustard. I think that's the problem with pump ketchup is you, it's never like Heinz 57. It's always yeah. like Hunts or some shit. Or Hunt, Del Monte you, You'd be or lucky whatever. if it was Hunts ketchup. This, yeah. is, this is something that still calls it... This is some product that the, the label still says catsup. Catsup. Like, like somebody started this company in the 50s. And and never went further than that. There's some 150-year-old man who was running this company who was like, he called it ketchup back in the day, and someday the godless Missouri spelling of ketchup will finally die out. And Do we know where that came from, the catsup? Because the, 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 whole, the whole enterprise of ketchup catsup is... A- it's all dumb names. Yeah, no, it's well the 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 name comes from the Chinese, I believe, Kexia. Is this true? This is probably true. Okay, uh, which Do was tell. which was a fish sauce. Uh, okay, and uh, they tried like, wait like tartar sauce or a sauce made from sauce fish? made from fish and, okay. other, and other herbs and stuff. Okay, and they tried selling it in America and nobody fucking liked it because it's weird Chinese fish sauce. I don't want it. And then I've they never tried had it, and I say no. They took out the fish and just sold it as, like, a weird vinegar oil herb sauce. Okay. And still nobody wanted it because it's still weird Chinese sauce and everyone was racist back then. Sure. So then they were like, you know what, let's fucking put tomato in this. America loves their fucking tomatoes. Yeah. And people really... And so they mixed this the these this particular blend of spices and vinegar and shit uh-huh. with smooshed up tomatoes. Okay. People loved it. The thing is, it's like whoever the, the Chinese merchant selling this out of the back of his wagon was, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like that name's not going to catch on. And so, of course, they sort of uh, westernized the name. Yeah, they just bulked up the consonants yeah. and simplified it. And so the question was, are, were they going to end, are they going to emphasize the K? Which we gives us ketchup, uh-huh. you know, or are they going to ent- emphasize the tsia, which gives us catsup? So some fuckface went with catsup against the grain. And... I, I think it was probably a more even split once upon a time. Okay. I mean, up until they really start, <laughs> up until they started selling it in bottles. Uh-huh. Well, even after they started selling it in bottles, there was no codified spelling. You know, it was oh yeah, this is uh, the best catsup. You mean ketchup? You mean ketchup spelled C A T C H up? You know, catch up. Like uh, the actual sentence, people would spell it that way. Right. And gradually, most of the brands died out uh-huh. until two dominant spellings remained, and now there's pretty much only one. Right. But yeah, it was, 
it, it was just because there was no official spelling. Sort of like how up until about the 80s, yeah. you could spell nerd N-U-R-D and that was acceptable. Oh, yeah. Or N-I-R-D. Nah, that was less acceptable. <laughs> I don't... Well, whatever. <laughs> Nobody did that. I don't, I don't remember any seeing anyone do it with the U. Well, it was a thing. It was there was a debate over how to spell it. Oh, but yeah, then it was like Revenge of the Nerds. Okay, now it's official. It's spelled yeah, this way. Once it's in the title of a movie, yeah. Like, are there any movies about ketchup? Because I think that would save the deal. There must be by now, right? There must be a movie about ketchup. Ketchup challenge, ketchup Olympics, something like you know, Revenge ketchup of Olympics. How is that a movie? <laughs> no. Okay. Show. <laughs> Kaylin, thank you so much for the topic. I'm sorry to have to do this. Topic over. Tell me what the Ketchup Olympics movie is about. Okay, are you ready for this? I guess. All you know right. what? Fuck it. No. Okay, you were going to ask, how long will it take for me to engage? This is too amazing. And plus, I, I don't think you have something for this. I want to watch you sink, okay? Okay. What's Ketchup Olympics the movie about? All right, Ketchup Olympics is a very simple concept, okay? It's sort of like, it's sort of like a, you know, something like Beer Fest, you know, kind of one of those just like dumb bunch of buddies farting on each other movies, okay? But see, the, the thing is, there's actually, this answers the core question of this episode, alright? Okay. Which there are two rival ketchup manufacturers. And one calls it ketchup and one calls it catsup. The core question of this episode is how to get it out of the bottle. <laughs> We're past that. No, fuck it, no. You squeeze no. it. I don't think... Well, what if squeeze bottles aren't regulation ketchup limbic equipment? What if it's like using one of those fancy hollow head drivers in the PGA, you know? It's a... <laughs> Like you can't do it. You need to use a regulation. You need to use regulation clubs, or you're you're you don't get the jacket otherwise. Okay, so golf is a ridiculous sport. So to 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 achieve dominance in the ketchup Olympics, all the frats have to get their best ketchup uh, competitors together, okay, and compete in a dozen ketchup events. Okay, there's like, in fact, different ways of getting it out of the bottle are a big part. Okay? Like, this is going to be in the film. I mean, it was about damn time you got around to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, like, it, you know, not just how you can get it out, but, like, how elegantly you can get it out. There's a whole, like, recipe thing, so you can put your own spin on the best tasting ketchup kind of thing. There's even maybe some, like, there's a subplot where a guy grows tomatoes. Oh, like, there's a... Would there be, like... Is it like a like any sort of festival where like okay here are the big events here are the big lecturers and presenters and competitors but then there's also you can rent a booth and sell your fucking homebrew ketchup absolutely so there's a subplot about those guys well, see the ketchup Olympics happened during Ketchup Fest okay which is an annual event um in Pennsylvania in fact where the Heinz plant is. Oh. Fuck's sake. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, See, you, keep going. You're kind of on board with this now, right? And there's like, like, there's like, there's an awkward nerd who's like has an allergy to tomatoes, so he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to compete. And they're like, come on, nerd, like you got to take one for the team. And then he gets all puffy. It's a visual gag, okay? And of course, for you know the sexist audience, there's ketchup wrestling, but then you flip flop it so it's co-ed. So okay. there's male ketchup wrestling. Yeah. There's guys in their fucking tight t-shirts all smeared with the the, the ketchup. And yeah. I, I don't know yeah. any other words for ketchup except catsup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any synonyms. And there's a, a weird, you know, mustachioed man played by, um, um, who's that good time blonde guy that's in, like, the buddy in every film? 
Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Owen Wilson, the good time blonde guy. <laughs> you know what I was talking about. He's actually very sad in real life, from what I hear. But go on. Well, he's, he 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 plays against it yeah. on, in film. Yeah, good for him. Owen, that's why he makes so many movies to yeah. distract himself. Owen Wilson actually plays the heir to a mustard empire. <laughs> And there's another subplot where he's trying to bring down Ketchup Fest in favor of mustard. And he's got a point because you can actually get more a lot of like a lot of flavor versatility with mustard. I, I vastly prefer mustard. Yeah, so like mustard is actually a more complex condiment. Yeah. So he's got a point. But then like <laughs> Are the characters color coded? Are the owners of the ketchup company all redheads? Oh yeah. Oh for fuck's sake. Absolutely, absolutely. This is gonna be Lindsay Lohan's big comeback. Oh my god. Okay, like the real one, not Liz and Dick. This is going to be a good Lindsay Lohan comeback. I'm okay. so ready for all of this now. Yeah, okay. I am super, super ready for Lindsay Lohan. It's been a while since she was in anything tolerable. So what happens? <laughs> oh, yeah. how, how do the ketchup lyrics go down? You get, well, okay, there's another There's another element to this story. Okay, you remember in Harry Potter 4, Goblet of Fire, where they have those other schools that are like champions, and they have the French wizardesses? Who are like, or witches or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, like gorgeous and French and like, they're like, uh, uh, kind of stylish and elegant. Yeah. Okay. The, it's similar to that, but they're the ones who, who compete, uh, uh, with, uh, a very rich and robust marinara. Okay. Like, uh, something you'd be happy, like, to use, not just as a topping, but as a dipping sauce. Why are they making marinara in France? I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. They're not French. They're just similar to, like, the Clemency Posey types. In fact, Clemency Posey's, we've got her signed to be in this. You know, it's... I don't know who that is, so... She, she played the primary French girl in that movie. Oh, right. You only know her because you've seen her tits, I'm sure. That's not the only reason, Okay, but... go on. <laughs> Anyway, so there's a big showdown with all these elements, a lot of twists, a lot of wacky consequences, uh, and Zach Galifianakis. God damn it, I believe every word of it. Every word of this sounds completely real. Does this totally sound like it could be a film? This is a, this is a premise rich in verisimilitude. I've got a half-drafted screenplay on my laptop right now. I know that's not true, but at the same time... If you produced this screenplay, by which I mean if you showed it to me, not if you literally produced the screenplay like I in Hollywood. plan to do both, but go well, on. Well, if you literally showed up in, you know, my door with this screenplay in your hand, uh-huh. I wouldn't be terribly surprised. Remember, Galifianakis, big red tuxedo. Like, really, really smooth, but it's all, he's dressed in red. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's yeah. the mayor of Ketchup Fest. And the guy from... Uh, the, the the fat guy from Book of Mormon. <laughs> oh, plays, oh yeah, plays the intern who has to wear the tomato costume. Absolutely, I can never remember his name, but he's on sixteen hundred pen now. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. totally in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for shit's sake, it's gonna be good. I don't even know how to respond to this anymore. This completely sounds like a real movie. And I would watch the fuck out of it. I would hate it. It would be terrible. <laughs> Hollywood would take it, and they'd ruin it. And they say, and they would look at the script, and they'd be like, you know who deserves a big break is that fucking bald turtle guy who talks a lot about making hookers shit on him. Wait, he, what? He's some comedian. He's this bald guy with no chin who his entire his entire set is about like. You know, making hookers take a dump on him. I, I don't know. I don't name. know who you're talking about. Ah, he's on Stern all the time. I can't remember. No, his name. I don't listen to Stern. I listen to this show. Yeah, me too. Better. 
And oh, and there's another subplot yeah. where Ketchup Fest is going to be bombed. Actually, it's going to be... Wait, wait, wait. I, I did that backwards. It's going to be bombed by Owen Wilson, okay? You know, Owen Wilson and the Mustard and everything? The Mustard Empire, yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson actually has to be taken down by spies. And the head spy... Guess who we got as the head spy? John Hamm. Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler. <laughs> my, my favorite spy in anything. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. She's John Hamm best. would be pretty sweet in that. Right? Uh, John Hamm, is, he's got a lesser role, but he's hes kind of the leader of one of the like uh, houses, the ketchup houses, okay? I wish this movie was a guy so I could hit it in the throat <laughs> with an aluminum bat. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's gonna work out. I, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. This is the movie I want to play on every airplane. Sorry, Oogie Loves. Yeah, Ketchup Fest. You've been or bested. Ketchup Olympics. You've been bested in the shit Olympics. <laughs> yeah, Ketchup Olympics, man. Oh my Christ. <laughs> and we can probably get Carrie Elwes. I'm sure that we can afford him. Yeah. Yeah. After the Bobbly Wobbly fiasco. Bobbly Wobbly. Yeah. Hell, maybe we make, maybe we do some kind of meta cameo. We get Bobby Wobbly. What, did he serve like extra bubbly ketchup? Yeah. He's oh, a weird cameo. He's, he's, he's sitting there off in the corner with his bubble truck. I'm like <laughs> physically tired after listening to that. <laughs> Got you like down, got, my, I got you down my rabbit hole. My organs are shutting down <laughs> now that I have heard the description of the Ketchup Olympics movie. Yeah. Where, I do, don't you, even, where do you see it? Why did we even start talking about this? You were talking about Ketchup Team? Oh, you were saying there has to be some movie with ketchup in the name. Yeah. Well, so we can, so we can confirm the spelling. You know what? And get it away from cats, because... We don't want cats in the ketchup. It's not safe. They do like it, though. Like, if you put a little ketchup on your finger, a cat will lick it. Yeah, but you shouldn't do that. Oh, but come on. They have a little sandpapery tongues. It's so cute. Yeah, but, I mean... I love the scratchy little tongues. It's not great for their metabolism. Oh, yeah. You you know... Yeah, ketchup has, like, sugar in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not good for you. Give them diarrhea. Oh, You don't want that. Yeah, You You don't want cats in the ketchup. It's not... It's not in their best. I don't know. The litter box is in your room. It's not my problem. Yeah, they're my cats, so don't give them ketchup. Well, I don't. Good. So I don't even like ketchup. We've been over this. That's true. You don't have ketchup. Yeah, if there's ketchup in the fridge, it's yours. I mean, I... true. Yeah. All the weird condiments are mine, you know. (laughs) Fucking free-range organic mustard and shit. Right. That's mine. Yeah. Because I care about what stuff tastes like, whereas you just... Put some ground beef in a bowl and smash up some Doritos on top of it. <laughs> doc tacos are awesome. Call it a doc taco. Doc tacos is delicious. Yeah. I thought of it before Taco Bell. Yeah, you did. Yeah, tacos uh-huh. and Doritos. It was I did it first. He did. He did. I'm willing to back him up on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen it happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, to to get the doc taco recipe, follow Dr. Heisenberg on Twitter at, at Doc Heisenberg and send us a topic. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, uh, hashtag Ketchup Olympics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's get the ball rolling on this. I got a. Uh, I need two million dollars. I'm going to start a Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay, and uh, we're gonna. Uh, apparently, you can do that now. You know, you can pick a side, ketchup or catsup, and yeah. then you can earn the ketchup or catsup bags. Hashtag get glue. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You can get uh, you can get your own Wilson badge if you're a mustard fan. Yeah, no, uh-huh. I'm getting that badge because I, I yeah. I'm on team mustard. In this <laughs> totally. One, yeah. yeah. There's gonna be a lot of merch. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of great. tie-ins. Yeah. Um, 
You know. And then five years after everyone forgets about the movie, right. we've got an animated show on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Daniel Tosh will be allowed nowhere near it. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he is garbage. Yeah, he's a... Daniel Tosh is awful. <laughs> he, is, he is a lump of crap. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah. He's not in this movie. If we can't get Owen Wilson, we're cutting that whole subplot. We're not getting Daniel Tosh. No, no Tosh. I yeah. will take anyone over Tosh. I will I will take a dog in a wig. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will take a dog in an Owen Wilson wig. Uh-huh. Over Tosh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, Daniel Tosh sucks. Yeah. Dogs are fine. I don't even remember what this show's supposed to be about. <laughs> I... I feel like I need a nap okay. and like some some vitamin C. So uh, until next week, uh, Daniel Tosh can bite my hairy ass. And uh, yeah, everyone, uh, get the ball rolling, get the word out for uh, Catch Olympics uh, yeah. 2015. What we're shooting for? <laughs> Galifianakis has a big backlog. He does. He's we got to work around his schedule. He's got to do his fucking animated fish movie or whatever. Sure. So yeah. Okay. Uh, until next week, uh, have, have a good breakfast. Have everybody. some ketchup on your breakfast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fine. I don't even know anymore. What? <laughs>